in some ways, uh, in some ways, I think that Trek is just like, let's just go down this list and see which stereotypes we can just check off here. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Riker doesn't care. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, fuck no. He got <laughs> eyes on her and he's like, yeah. Yep. I'm like it's Riker maneuver true. incoming. He's well, like, I mean, I've never had was... one that sounded like that before. Yeah, she... <laughs> hey, she was okay with it too. So oh, I yeah. guess whatever works. Um, you know what? I'm going to actually uh, hand this off to David. So uh, go for it, sir. Top of the morning and welcome to the Nerd Trek podcast today. Today we're going to be doing the episode of Up the Long Ladder, which as you can guess is going to be featuring the Irish. Uh, this is episode... Shit. <laughs> 18 uh, 18 18 uh came out on may the 22nd of 1989 and uh it features a bunch of irish bringing it onto the enterprise who then are told they have to fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess i should have put the disclaimer before that uh we we greatly apologize to the country of ireland and northern ireland and and anyone of irish descent uh Colmini, i'm sorry uh you are the greatest person in, in all of starfleet so we apologize Trek's for this portrayal entire of irish people is not supposed to portray an actual portrayal of irish people <laughs> well, a... the only thing they were missing in this truck episode is like a fucking leprechaun like <laughs> everything God, else the, the, guy, the, the main life. guy who leads them acts like a leprechaun <laughs> so does. it really was like you just need so a rainbow bad. and a pot of gold. Like I, I was watching um, a Blazing Saddles the other day. Oh, um, and it's such a good film. And of course, it's overtly racist because the white people in there are stupid and racist. Yeah. Um, but there's a point in the film where like all the black characters are trying to save them, and they're like, "Fine, fine, we'll be nice to the black people and the Chinese people." They use different words. But then they go, but not the Irish. And then like, <laughs> find the Irish too. I was like, they were just like fucking everybody over. Like no one likes the Irish. Apparently I saw a great meme. I think it was on Facebook the other day that said that blazing saddles is going to be aired, um, edited for content. It'll air between eight and eight seventeen PM. Like, yeah, there won't be much in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. Up the long ladder. Um, this is such a weird episode. I like the first half I was just laughing and I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And then it dives and then it takes this dive into like hardcore sci-fi the last like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets good like, with all the cloning and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. I would have watched yeah, an I mean, episode just about the cloning. Like cloning and then polyamory it. and it's like benefits and necessities and like all this stuff. I was like, hmm. Hey, when you got a gene, a shallow gene pool, you got to do what you got to do. Apparently they then they do want the then Irish. They, then they do what they need to do, I guess. <laughs> they do. Um, so the yeah, the plot of this one, they discover this um, uh, distress beacon that that dates back to like to the twenty one sixties. They follow it, and and uh, there's kind of this whole weird thing about like oh, on the ship they had you know spinning wheels, but then they had like advanced technology because I guess in in twenty one sixty it's post uh, World War three. Um, and it was necessary to carpool in space. Well, I guess there's two two philosophies. <laughs> there's like the very advanced tech people, but then I guess a philosophy at the time was like, no, go back to living in you know uh, Mother Nature. Who, who could only afford space version of Uber Pool and had to drive together. I'm like, really? Like you guys can't afford super chip? Okay, all right, fine. 
It's weird. <laughs> so they find the first call. So there's, there's, there's two colonies. The first one is this like 1800s Irish, like stereotypical walked out of an Irish settlement from like this, like the 1800s or 1700s. And, and then the other one is this more technologically advanced, but, and they, they're all clones. Um, and their genes are degrading. So they have to, they need new DNA and tissue and they steal it from Riker and it's a whole thing and, uh, which we'll get into, but, but it's just, it's such, it's like, it's two completely fucking separate episodes. And then plus Worf is having <laughs> like, you know, uh, the measles and passed out. It's like, what the fuck yeah, in this episode? That was kind of a weird C plot. That was definitely not necessary. Yeah. It did have like that cute moment between him and Pulaski that I liked. I like that. Yeah. She cures him and he's embarrassed and she kind of covers up. So she actually follows HIPAA and doesn't share what's wrong. (laughs) And then he does like this whole Klingon tea ceremony, which I don't think we ever see again because who would have thought Klingon ZT, but, uh, Mm -hmm. but I, I I did like that, that whole moment. I like that. Um, but I don't know. So let's just, let's talk about the Irish thing for a sec. Um, from, from what I was reading too, Colmini did not like this episode. I I don't think he was advised about it and and he's only in it for like 30 seconds. Uh, but this is so stereotypical Irish. (laughs) It was was great when he steps off the transporter pad and he says, Oh, O'Brien, I knew it was going to be an English guy that pulled us out of this mess or something like that. Yeah, not a good Irishman who is going a to be in Irish charge man. of this place. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's O'Brien. That was, that was a great was line. The thing, just so they beam up with like pigs and they fucking beam the hay up. That never, that would be like beaming up <laughs> dirt with them. <laughs> well, yeah, so they need weird. to feed the animals. They don't realize, they have no idea where they're going. Well, I guess Riker should have told them, but they don't understand where they're going and that there's food there and all that stuff, but. Well, no, not just like bundles of hay. They they beamed up the loose hay on the ground, which was weird. Yeah, I guess. Oh, that is true, huh? Yeah, that's more like bedding stuff. Because than... I was going to say, I'm like, once they put them in the cargo bay, they probably spread it around. But you're right. The moment they appear on the, the transporter pad, they have hay on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they get there and they're already trying to pawn the, the guys trying to pawn his daughter off on Picard and Riker. And she's like. Dude, her and Riker, I, they, he hasn't, he hasn't been on the ship 30 seconds and he's trying to marry her off. Yeah. <laughs> they totally had sex. Like, right. They had sex. We agree with, with this. For, uh, I think Riker? So. Riker and yeah, uh, there's a, there's Lord. a deleted scene that was filmed with Riker coming back onto the bridge after their little the encounter. Little and he stuff. was, yeah, he was like, Hey, yeah. Because she's like, Oh, I want to wash my feet. And they go to his quarters and she's cleaning up for him. And then she's like, Oh, you start from the top down. And she's like undressing. I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's, that's exactly what happened. It's not like like, squished kissing. Like they're going to have sex. Yeah, they do. So that was, we, I mean, and she's gorgeous, but it's just, it, that's the whole thing is weird. And then they're just drunk all the time. It was so that's weird and hilarious. That's the best part when they're using the replicators and he's like whiskey and he's like, eh, and then Worf orders him a Klingon drink. <laughs> he's like, Whoosh. It, like, <laughs> it's, it's wrecked. yeah, it gets wrecked in one little sip. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, that's what I'm looking for. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. I, I think I mean, my I know fa- the Irish are drinkers, but geez. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite scene was where it's right after the fire, like a fire starts and a Picard comes in and he starts laughing, but that that's actually Patrick Stewart, like 
cracking up. He actually broke character and he's laughing and, and he he improv that whole line of like, this is just absurd. Yeah, you have like to laugh that, at the absurdity of it. Yeah, I was like, that's amazing that they kept it in there. Because it, it is, the, the whole thing is fucking absurd. Well, but what's funny is that they, the Irish people that they bring on do have a point. Like they bring them on board, don't give them any food. They don't tell, you know, you'd think if you bring a bunch of people on, somebody would be there to be like, does anybody need anything to eat? Where, you know, here's where you're going to stay. Here's how stuff yeah. works. Like, even if they were from another ship, hey, here's where our replicators are. Here's where our stuff yeah. is. Like, Sorry we stuffed you into a cargo bay, but here's some food. This is how you do this. So I was like, yeah, that would make sense that they make a fire. And then, yeah, they would see a force field as lightning falling coming from the sky. Like, <laughs> but I do like Worf's explanation. He's like, what if it had happened on me? Be like, then you'd standing in the fire. Like, oh, <laughs> you would have died. You'd, you'd suffocate and die. <laughs> He's Basically, not wrong. If that had happened, you'd be stupid. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, they do that. And then we learn, he goes, oh, did you find the other colony? So then we learn, okay, so there was two groups on the ship and one got dropped off. And then, so this is where we find out that the other half were, uh, they crashed and only five survived. And so they couldn't, uh, they couldn't mate and have kids to form like a gene pool for their colony. So they just started to, to clone each other. Um, and it's been like 300 years. So now the clones are, their DNA is falling apart and they need more, uh, tissue samples. So they ask for some, but they say no. And then they steal some from Riker and, uh, Dr. Uh, Aplaski. So then they get pissed. <laughs> See, and this Which was then, something that I had a little yeah. bit of an issue with, too, because I get that this is supposed to be kind of their version of the Amish. They live out in nature. They don't want to use technology, and that's fine. Uh, but Irish? they okay. traveled there on the spaceship. They traveled there with more technologically advanced people, with more technologically advanced stuff on the ship, and they remember them. So why are they so shocked about everything on the Enterprise? Well, it's been 300 years. They didn't have replicators. and. But it's yeah. been 300 years, and they still remember that other colony that they, like, came from and what they're like and all that stuff like it just it was one of those dualities where i'm like you kind of have to have it one way or the other either they're not aware of each other anymore or this isn't that much of a surprise to them and so they kind of they played both sides of that coin i was a little annoyed at that but i don't know i can see that they would still have some knowledge because they probably have like like an oral history like oh this is where we immigrated but this is the ship we came on you would think they wouldn't have like starting a fire on a space on a starship you're going to know that's a bad idea if you've been on a starship. If, you're, well, but, if your people had ever been on a starship, if you understand how a starship works, like they made it sound seem like they had no idea what any of this was. Like I said, like if you pulled an Amish person out and stuck them in our today's modern world and expected them to just know, they wouldn't. But then they're also not going to know about other people who have technology. Also. Like, <laughs> well, that's I don't think that's a fair comparison. I mean, I don't know if the Amish are listening to us, but um, no, they're not. Uh, but a lot of <laughs> that's true. Um, but a lot of the they Amish and I think some other cultures they do like a rumspringer where you you go out into the world for a year and you experience so so they know what's in the world. Well, I guess that is true. That is true. So yeah, but, I, but you know you get what I'm saying. If it's an no, isolated no, I get people you. who are don't use technology for 300 years, you're not going to uh, yeah yeah. I don't no, know. I get it. I don't it's, know. I get that they did it because they set it up as kind of this yin and yang thing that can help each other in the end, but. Yeah. That was the only part where I was like, wait, wait a minute. Like, this doesn't well, yeah. the, the weird thing for me too was like, okay, so this all takes place uh, uh, originally in like the mid 2100s. So still kind of futuristic. Obviously they have space travel. 
Um, and they're going through this philosophy of like, oh, we want to go back to kind of minimalist thing, but it's like, are you going to go all the way back to like, like spinning wheels and like go that far back? That's weird. That's weird. It's weird. Using my terrible Amish comparison, it is kind of the same (laughs) idea of like nothing with an electronic circuit or uses electricity. So yeah, you'd have to go back to spinning wheels and butter churning and using animals for everything. But they're also dressed like they were from like the 1700s. Like they went like really far back. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I feel like the Amish kind of are too, but still. I do not mean to insult the Amish in any way, shape, or form. I'm just using them as a comparison tool because it's something we know. Yes. I don't know. It'd be so funny if someone, if some Amish person actually did listen to us and they're like, those fuckers. They're like, motherfuckers. That's what the Amish are known for podcast. is listening to science fiction podcasts. <laughs> this is radio. This hey, is basically you radio. Know? Exactly. Maybe. Uh, yeah, so we meet the other people and part of me, okay, so Riker's already had sex. And then he beams down to this planet and he goes, oh, look, triplets. Like, I just see his his little wheels in his brain are turning. He's like, huh, triplets. <laughs> yeah, I was a little surprised how long it took them to get to clones. Because I was like, the moment you see two people, okay, maybe there was a pair of twins. But the moment you see more than one set of twins or three people in a sci-fi setting like that, you just, I don't know. Yeah. Brain Instantly. doesn't go to, like, oh, uh, clones. Fuck. Well, the doctor figured it out. Who's who's the, uh, the smartest well, one there? Well, she cheated. She scanned him. Okay, so this kind of bothered me too. So she scanned them, but she doesn't have a tricorder to tell her what the scan said. She just has the little scanner. Well, yeah, she de- she had the scanner, I'm sure, in her pocket or, or the tricorder in her pocket or something, detached the scanner mm-hmm. and okay. then checked it out as they were walking through. If Maybe. that's true, I think this would be the first time we've seen that detached part of the tricorder. I don't remember seeing that in any previous episodes. It does for the medical tricorder. The medical tricorder is the only one that detaches the scanner. Yeah, not a standard um, one. But I'm saying I don't, I don't think if, we've don't seen that sh- in episodes so far. Because I remember seeing I it know. in the, the few episodes I've seen in the future trying to think that, sick- that I'd seen before. Yeah, I'm trying later to think episodes. of all the scenes we've seen in Sickbay, if we've seen the medical tricorder. I think we've seen it. I don't know if we've seen it. I, I don't know offhand. I really don't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So they kind of, I, I guess then this kind of took a weird turn too. So they, they want tissue. And then of course Riker gives this whole, it's, you know, I, I'm in control of my own body, which I guess at the time they got hate mail from like the, the like anti-abortion people. thing. Yeah. That was always the abortion pitch back then, especially, I mean, it still is. They did. Yeah. yeah but it's just like, like one, one line about tissue for a clone and then they get hate mail from, I'm like, dude, you have something better to do than that. Well, at the same time, you can tell that that's what they're ref- referencing in yeah. in the meta. <laughs> like Probably. they didn't make any chance to try and hide it. They were just like, yeah, of course, that's what the more civilized age has and stuff like that. I could see people who disagree with that being like, no, I don't think that's what's going to happen. And being pissed about it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because I mean, so keep in the... mind that is still a debate even today. Not the one that we have to get into. Oh, no. I'm just saying, yeah, it's not like nope. it's decided in any way. Shape Nobody or wants three middle-aged white men uh, talking <laughs> about abortion. Nope. Uh, I uh, so, I mean, I'm not imposing anything. as far down that path as I'm willing to I'm go. I'm not. Just saying. <laughs> so, Star Trek. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so they do that. So, they actually steal some from them, and they grow some clones. So, are, are we counting these clones as deaths? Because Riker kills a couple of them awkward silence wait he does who does he kill yeah he vaporizes both of them both his clone and pulaski's clone that are in the chamber oh, the little incubator okay and we're counting yeah, he, 
he zaps his and then kind of looks over at Pulaski and she gives him the nod like, fuck yeah, you better do that. And uh, wipes hers out, too. So are we I mean, are we counting that, though? Because these never were conscious. They weren't. Are you saying clones aren't people? Are you saying it's only the like first trimester of a clone and you don't want to count that as a person? Mm. Jesus, David. I'm asking (laughs) how we want to do this. There are different schools of thought that I don't want to get into again. (laughs) I'm not doing it. But no, but I mean, you, yeah. Okay. Are we counting them? For the purposes of, of us counting deaths in a science fiction show, yes, I'm going to count them. Okay. Yes. But only for that purpose. Because uh, obviously I'm, I'm a fairly liberal uh, pro choice person. Uh, but yes, for the purposes of this, we're going to count them as deaths. Yeah, okay. I, would agree. I, I guess that was more my question was if they weren't alive. Because <laughs> I don't know how cloning works. And there's like, it's interesting how cloning works in certain sci-fi things. And it's always funny to me when cloning is this way where it's like, oh, they come out completely full grown. grown. And I'm like, no. Like well, even wonder, in Star Wars, obviously, yeah. they cover clones pretty extensively. And they're like, no, we raise them from being children. But we have a advanced growth thing. So they take twice or half the time to grow. Well, I wonder if they had like a like a full size template, and then they just Im- maybe they impose the DNA on top of it to make it look like that person. So yeah, that would. Rem- I mean, the only other one I can think of that's really done that, or at least pops to mind, was the Six Day that that classic film by Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you guys remember it, yeah, they would take the little scanners over the eyes and pull like your memories and personality, mm-hmm. and then there was like a blank. And they would put it on that and it gave it its memories and personalities and then it would like mm-hmm. form into the person and then move along, which well, is fine if that's what it was. It just it's that seems like the much less likely way that cloning is ever going to be done. Yeah, typically, you'd have to grow it because it has to yeah. age normally. They sprinkle miracle grow on it, it grows like <laughs> four times as fast. It does. Yeah, and eventually I could see water. that you get something where it takes less time to grow, but you're not going to get an instant adult. Like well, just, yeah, but we we actually don't. We only see it when it is an adult. We we're just assuming it's like that. It could have started out as as a baby and grown with like an accelerated thing. We just don't see it. No, but I'm talking about Riker and and right. Lasky's ones. We they just when, when the they're DNA there, samples. that's the version we see. We don't see if they grow them or not. So you're thinking they have some way of like growing them within hours? Maybe it, it's a science fiction show about right, traveling right. in space. Yeah. I guess. I mean, if it was if sci- <laughs> if cloning was prevalent in Star Trek all the time, I would believe they'd gotten that far. But I get well, the sense that they don't approve of cloning for the most part, or at least it's not widely used, or the technology has mm-hmm. not been advanced very far. They didn't Cause... really give a moral thing about cloning. They they only said, "Oh, how did you solve the the DNA degradation?" Oh, yeah. oh, I'm basing haven't... that on the fact that we haven't seen anything about cloning up until now, kind of a deal. And they don't really talk about, I don't think clones ever yeah. really come up, do they? At least not in this one, but yeah, they don't, they don't yeah, encounter no, anyone I have who to is go to a Phil, clone or talks Phil, about being a clone or whatever. At well, least Phil has seen small. more than I do, so I, I don't know if DS9, there's a clone well, there's at that, all. There's the epi- episode in Voyager where they land, they go down to the, uh, Tom and Harry go down to the planet, and the planet itself oh they get they get the goo and then the goo replicates them it turns into the whole ship and it's the entire crew right and they leave Mm. they leave them all behind in that one gotta love a good goo episode which then there's actually a (laughs) follow-up to that though and then they're in space but those aren't i mean those aren't i don't know that's we'll have to talk about that when we get to it 
I do feel like a lot of it just forms out of the fact that back then in the 80s, especially, people didn't understand what cloning was. They're like, oh, it's like making a Xerox. You just make a copy. Kind of like multiplicity. <laughs> kind of the same way. They're yeah. like, we'll just make a copy of you. And then you make a copy of a copy. And then it's not so bright. Which I love that movie, by That's the way. I just movie. I throw out all the bad science stuff and enjoy the fun. But <laughs> Well, but this colony has been doing it for like 300 years as well. So I, I would hope that they've kind of know what they're doing. Maybe you would, you would think. But... So that, that asks the question too, like who's, who's left that they're now trying to use as breeding stock. Are they clones? They can't be the originals if they're 300 years old. They're all clones. So, they they don't have sex. Yeah, so, so they so actually how said that. How degraded are the clones that they have now that they're now trying to start a colony with? I mean, I know they're intermixing, but. Well, like, I think they said in another 50 years, it'll be too much and you, they, they can't sustain it. Yeah. These are like the last stable clones that they have kind of thing. Yeah. That have all their genetic integrity still. So the solution they come up with, which is, yeah, because so the, the clones say, well, we're so used to cloning that like sex is like completely scary Ugh. to them. Like they think it's gross. Uh, so let's introduce you to, to some horny, drunk Irish people, uh, and you all yep. have to have three children and three w- husbands and wives, and it's just a massive orgy. Um, here's your each solution. Each woman has to have a child by th- three different men. Yeah. I was like, Brenna, oh. Brenna seemed to be really happy about that. She's like, three husbands, eh? Hmm. Which I did kind of like that they covered both sides of that, because it's real easy to have the guys be like, oh, I get to sleep with like all these women, or take all these wives, or whatever you call it. Yeah. But there's an exciting element, I would think, at least for some women, that would be like, "Huh." <laughs> the only be stuck with one person. I was kind of like because the, uh, they're basically kind of making the, the the decision for both groups. They're just like, uh, "We're just gonna have to leave you here to fuck." Sorry, sorry. But then, they, <laughs> but she, she comes up and she's like, "You just decided this without me." And at least Picard was like, "Hey, you can come with us." Yeah, but then he's she's like, like, "You don't have to be a part of it, but it's it's happening," kind of a thing. Which I do they're, love. They're, they're kind of stuck though. When the when this uh the uptight tech people are there and they're like, but how? And the other guy's like, well, you take the two specimens and you put them in a in an area together and then yeah. you let nature take its course. I'm like, he's just literally giving them a tutorial on like, this is how you have sex. <laughs> when one person loves a clone and they want to express that love. <laughs> when you're not all clones of the people before you, this is how life works. Yeah, and that's going to be like the widest population. Because I think there was like one black guy clone, and then it's like you got a shit ton of Irish people, and they're fucking white, like white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and funny enough, the uh, the one guy there that was African American, where you see like all all throughout the thing, that's actual triplets that played those three characters. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, right. Flo- Floyd and Lloyd and Troy. One of the guys was a football player, NFL player. Okay. Um. But yeah, they actually pulled triplets to play the the three African American guys. Nice. Yeah, which is really funny. See, just their reactions though is they're like, what, what? <laughs> they're seeing just all, and then like the quadruplets that are all standing around the computer or whatever terminal. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but I guess finding triplets would make it easier. I just assumed they had those camera tricks back then where they could make it look like two people or. The, they the did the same person they did for, the, people. for the quads. They use camera tricks, but for the uh, the triplet guys, they were they actually legit triplets. Yeah, actual triplets, real life triplets, real life. I remember, <laughs> I remember that blowing my mind when I was a kid of finding out like the parent trap 
uh, was it's the same person. Lohan. It was one person. I was like, <gasps> they're like, yeah, they just like when they hug or something, they show like from one side and then the other, and then it's a stunt double. And I'm like, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> they do that. My goodness. I just Movie magic. Lindsay Lohan. Whatever. Um, yeah, so that's what they do. They decide they, that that's how they're going to save this colony. And, and then that's it. That's so it was the end of a really weird, like two very different episodes. Yeah. Really fucking weird. (laughs) I don't get me wrong. I do applaud their creativity, but it was kind of like, really, this is what, like whose fever dream did this get started from? (laughs) It kind of is. We got two groups of people. We got really poor Irish people. And then we got really upscale, or uptight <laughs> technological people, and then we're gonna make them have sex. I feel like yeah. it was like maybe it was two completely different scripts, and one guy's hey, like let's have them travel back to ain't you know, like to old old Ireland, and then one guy's hey, let's do this thing about clones, and they're like hey, we're a little short on the season, let's just mix those those two. Let's put them together. Let's just put them together. I can see that. Uh, it's a mashup. Go for it. Uh, Phil, what do you think about this one? Is this your, your go-to season two episode? Oh, that's a great episode. I love it. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we get the, the cloning and the actual sciencey stuff in there, but yeah, it's, it's freaking great. Uh, just, it's so, it's so I don't, not campy. Cause that's not the right word, but it's just the way they all react to them and everything. It's like, Oh, this is what happens when development stops. And this is what we get. Mm-hmm. The guy trying to run his own still and everything in the cargo bay. Great. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, um, how do I get this going? Because I need some booze. But yeah, I, it's this is a really this is one of the best season two and episodes for sure. But there's a lot of good scenes. I mean, even the the opening when Worf collapses or whatever from the measles and then they have the little tea ceremony as he thanks her for covering his what he sees as dishonor, I guess. Mm-hmm. For being for being weak, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. that whole thing, that little bonding moment that Pulaski has with Worf when she's like, he's like, "Well, we're gonna do this ceremony, but you can't drink the tea because it'll kill your ass." And then she's like, "No, no, no!" And hypo sprays herself and's like, "Chug, chug, chug." Grabs <laughs> the antidote. She's like, "All right, like, okay. I can do it now." I was like, so right. does that endear her to you even a little bit, or you're still no, on I the still hard no? Hate her. No, I, I <laughs> Jesus. But that's it's a good scene. And, yeah. and the writing, the writing for her character is getting better as the season progresses. But so do you just hate her because of the whole data thing from the first few episodes? I, I ever since I was a kid, she just rubbed me the wrong way. And sexist. I, I cannot mm. peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I just okay. never. I mean, I didn't until I, I was probably ugh, late teens adulthood kind of thing. I didn't really understand the dynamic of what was going on behind the scenes Mm. and why Gates McFadden left and why she was brought on and back and forth. Yada, yada. I just didn't like her character. So it's like the writing's getting better for her. Oh no, here we are in episode 18. Sorry. You only got six more left. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Five more left now. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a great episode for this season. That's for sure. Okay. David. I, yeah, I, I liked this episode. I don't know if I would agree that it's one of the best of the season, um, but it is definitely one of the silly. Well, I, yeah, they definitely haven't had a shortage of silly episodes, but it is better of the silly episodes. <laughs> and I feel like Star Trek kind of goes the same way that Supernatural does, where they you're watching and they'll have like serious, serious episode for at least a two or three. And then they'll be like, let's have a fun episode and kind of just play with 
weird, stupid stuff. And this was definitely their fun episode. And it was one of the better ones of that. Um, speaking hmm. of which, we did not actually do the kill tracker count. So we are up oh. to 2460 in TNG with 1650 in TOS for a total of 4,110 total deaths in nice. Star Trek. Nice. Uh, nice even numbers there now. This kind of evened us out a bit. Um, <laughs> Dig it. But, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I like it. It, it does try to cover some kind of sciencey stuff. I don't know how well it does that. Um, but yeah. sometimes Star Trek hits the nail on the head with science, and sometimes it hits its own thumb. Uh, like it just, <laughs> it just see, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of baffled because. Okay, well, actually, what's uh, David? What's your uh, rating for this one? Uh, let me put this at a seven point five on the Davo meter. Okay, so this is what kind of baffles me is this is definitely the first half is definitely a silly, st- stupid. The whole Irish thing is just stupid and doesn't really go anywhere <laughs> until the like sexy time. Um, I honestly thought you guys were going to like trash this one and I'm kind of surprised that you liked it. I mean, I, I like the whole clone stuff. I would have liked the whole episode just about that. Um, but I'm curious that uh, I'm actually surprised that you guys like this as compared to some of the other sillier ones that you hated. Oh, go, go, go back and watch the Blu-ray if you have it, or if you're listening to this and you can find the Blu-ray of this season, because it includes the deleted scenes from this episode. Okay. And just the scene with Riker coming back onto the bridge <laughs> after doing the Riker maneuver with, with Miss Odell <laughs> is, is totally worth. Yeah. You'll get into a whole new appreciation for this episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. See, I, I, I'm just watching it on Netflix, so I don't have all the, all the backs story stuff. Yeah, Amazon video here. I'm, I miss my Blu-ray. Get a shout out to all our streaming services. Sponsor us. That's <laughs> I, wonder if it's on, I wonder if it's on YouTube somewhere, maybe. Oh, probably. Um, I mean, but like, why I'm, I, did you just like this? Cause it was more fun or it's just, I don't know. I just, of all the other silly ones through TOS and TNG, I honestly thought you guys were going to like trash on this one. And not that you have to, I'm just kind of curious. Well, yeah, no. I don't have a problem with a silly Trek episode when Trek recognizes that it's being silly and acts accordingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think other times when it's silly and they're trying to make it into a serious episode is when I have more of an issue. And they did, they, they like, they were like, these are these ridiculous Irish people. And like you said, Picard bursts out laughing at the absurdity of it at one point and even comments on kind of how stupid the whole thing is. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that's, yeah, I, it just has to kind of recognize that what it is and treat it that way. It's one of the reasons I've always liked the Orville because the Orville does have its serious plots, but it recognizes when it's being where Trek is kind of ridiculous and then plays that off. Mm. And Lower Decks mm-hmm. too. It's, Lower Decks is all about like all the making fun of all the parts of Trek that are too serious about themselves. Yeah. So like make the fart joke and accept it and, and just roll with it. Don't hide the fart joke. Yeah. Don't try okay. to pretend nobody farted. Play around the fart joke. <laughs> just, just well, do the it. science of a fart is blah, 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 blah. Kind of a... Somebody th- <laughs> yeah. acknowledges the fart. Hey, that's <laughs> what it takes. <laughs> I, could see, I could see war farting and then being like, that's how we say hello on Klingon or something. Like <laughs> I was expressing my honor. <laughs> how, we, how we say this was a good meal, like how you belch in Japan if you enjoyed the meal. Yeah. I'm showing my gratitude for the food. <laughs> <laughs> just hoist one so out interesting <laughs> i don't know see i didn't like it was i was the first i totally tuned out the first like 30 minutes of this episode because it was just i thought it was like just bullshit and then we get to the clone bar and i was like oh that's this cool it's about clones and then i was like oh now we got to fuck the clones i was like this was weird yeah, so well. not not my favorite 
Mm. I mean, you're not wrong. It's a weird episode, but okay. mm, I embrace yeah. the weird. Okay. I, 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 that's our, our difference of opinions. Your trashy oh. Star Wars clones, whatever. Yeah, the Star Wars <laughs> clones are a whole different kind of cloning. That's a thing. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right. I think that's it for us, probably. Right? I'm going to say yes. Uh, yeah, all right, David, why don't you, you do our spiel? Check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where you can send, get links to all of our <laughs> social medias. You can see our smiling faces at the Meet the Nerd section and you can, uh, wherever you can go buy our shit at Cafe Press. Uh, we could use a dollar or two. We've got to get a new shillelagh. And uh, whenever you're listening to this, smack you. <laughs> wherever you're listening to this is a place where the pods are casted. So go get and give us a five star rating and review and we'll read it out over the air. And yes, I am aware this is the worst Irish accent ever made. <laughs> I probably slipped into several other ethnicities. <laughs> probably. Um, d- actually, let me ask you, do you guys feel that O'Brien or Colmini has an accent? Just a tiny bit. Like he does have a tiny trace of one. And I've I can't, never really I think heard. I think it's his speak. natural accent, but they just didn't have him like suppress it. Maybe I don't know, but does does he have an accent like in real life? Like how thick is it? Because I, I I don't I don't I haven't really heard him talk normally. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen him outside of any of the Star Trek shows. But huh. the level, I I think his voice here has got to be a, his pretty natural voice because even throughout the rest of tng and then into deep space nine his voice is the same i mean well you can do it it doesn't yeah but it doesn't fluctuate so that's why i think he's using his natural voice okay interesting i'll have to go find some youtube yeah now now i'm curious to go look at youtube videos of like him talking at a con or something yeah um okay that's it for us thank you everyone for listening and again for everyone of Irish descent and lives in Ireland, we are so sorry. We apologize. Do <laughs> Please donate us. I'm sure we'll get to some American episode because Americans are stupid and we'll make fun of Americans because we are like stupid. all the other episodes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> all right. That is it for us. Again, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. And a good evening to you. <laughs>